Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Welcome again to Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler, my name, uh, Joel Brzezinski along with me. Good to have you with us as we take just a few minutes again this week to talk about God's goodness in our life and uh, the grace that we continue to grow in. Joel, good to be with you again. And you too. Uh, it's always good to get together and just chat about this stuff. I, it, I never grow weary of it. I don't know about you. Um, maybe you're just a casual listener. Maybe you've listened to Grace Walk Radio uh, from time to time. Maybe you listen day in and day out. Uh, hey, uh, this is just one of those shows where uh, we're not necessarily going to get really, really deep. Um, but hopefully, you know, share something that will help you uh, maybe lighten your day or give you a perspective you've never thought of or or uh, just something. You know, we're just chatting. It's just Mike and Joel, and you're in the room with us, and and we're glad to have you along. Uh, well, we've talked about lots of things in, in the past. Uh, uh, one thing I'm looking at today in, in Philippians 3, this is a, a passage that I've heard talked about uh, time and time again, and especially uh, starting in Philippians 3, verse uh, 7. Now, eventually I'm going to get to the verses before that, but uh, a lot of times I hear just these two verses taught about, uh, Philippians 3, 7, and 8. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. I hear those two things taught about, and what the essence of it usually is, what the essence of the message or the writing or, or whatever it is that I'm listening to or reading, is that I count all of my sin, I've counted that as loss. Um, all the things that I've ever done, I count those as loss and rubbish so that I can gain Christ. <laughs> but Paul is talking about something totally different here. In fact, he's talking about he's talking about his own good works. He's talking about his own righteousness because right above those few verses, uh, Philippians uh, at the beginnings uh, beginning of Philippians three, he says uh, he talks about the things that he would have confidence in. If he was still under the old law, if he was still under the old rules, if he was still under the old way of life, these are the things that he would have confidence in. He would have. He was. He was circumcised on the eighth day. He was of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. Concerning the law, a Pharisee, he considered himself blameless according to the righteousness in the law, and zeal and everything. He, he, these were the things that so many people might think. Wow, that's a pretty good record to have. And Paul says, "Hey, man, these things." All of these things which I would have confidence in, I'm going to count them as dung. I think the King James Version uses the word dung. I'm going to count them as dung so that I can have Christ. Well, that's good stuff. Uh, you know, Paul, uh, wasn't he kind of a Pharisee, Joel? Yeah, he was quite the Pharisee, yeah. Well, you know, when I think back to uh, some of the first stuff we read about the life of Jesus as a young man, the, the famous verse of you must be born again, John chapter 3. Um, remember the, the Pharisee Nicodemus that, that had to sneak over to meet Jesus at nighttime. And I mean, these, these were doctors of the law. They spent their entire life focused on the law and, and to, to teach the, the Jewish people the law. 
and to do it right, you know, and I don't think we realize, or at least a lot of us don't realize, I know I don't, uh, just how tedious the law really was. It wasn't just mm. the Ten Commandments. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were hundreds and hundreds of laws that had so many laws within the laws that you had to try to keep and follow. Just Even on the Sabbath day, I believe that you were limited to travel of just 3,000 feet and all these little things. And Nicodemus sneaking over to meet Jesus at night because there was something about this guy. He just had to get to know him a little bit more. So he sneaks over there, starts uh, asking him some questions, and Jesus told him, you know, you must... You know, you're going to have to be born again to enter the kingdom of God. You must be born again. And Nicodemus couldn't get it. One of the great doctors of the law. And he said, how can you enter back into your mother's womb? Can you imagine a doctor of the law asking a question like that? And even Jesus was somewhat amazed, I guess, when he said, here you are, you know, a Pharisee, and, and you don't have any clue as to what I'm trying to tell you. Because it, it's so easy to get caught up in, in one way of thinking and, and, and miss the, the, the whole point of, of what God is trying to tell us sometimes. And even we Christians can get caught up in that. Yeah, Mike, I'm reminded of a, a song by Michael Card. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's the gist of it is, I am an old rabbi, where is the child who was here only yesterday? And he's talking about Jesus Christ teaching in the temple when he was 12 years old. Something... In this song, something intrigued this rabbi about the about the child, about the twelve year old who was teaching, but he couldn't quite put his finger on it. He couldn't quite figure out. And then uh, towards the end of the song, he ju- he he wakes up. He gets it. And all of a sudden, all he says, all the everything that I've studied for years and years and years, the law and everything that I've studied. It suddenly makes sense. You know, this this story of of God's righteousness coming through Jesus Christ, coming through the Messiah, coming through the Savior. This story is interwoven throughout the Old Testament. And, and Mike, you and I have talked about this before, and that that's something that we, you and I would like to get more of a grasp on because a lot of what you and I share is New Testament stuff. We like reading Paul's writings and, and things that you find in the New Testament. But all throughout that, the law and the prophets, the gospel story is woven in there, and it takes that that revelation of the Holy Spirit for us to get it. And there's some good stuff that I'll bet people who are listening to us right now probably understand it a lot better than I do. But not only going back to, to Adam and Eve, but, you know, all the way through Moses, Noah, Abraham. I mean, there's just so many things that went on that, that all pointed to the cross. You know, it all looked forward. And, and Paul looked back at the cross in his writings of the New Testament where, uh, where this good news, this, this grace uh, that, that was bestowed upon us through Jesus Christ, it was revealed to us. And I guess that's why, um, because I'm, I'm not a scholar of the Bible, I guess that's why I like the New Testament so much is because it, 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 it's something that's sort of revealed and explained, um, whereas I'd probably have to spend a little more time digging and, and, and learning uh, some of those great Old Testament stories that really um, talk about Christ in, in sort of a hidden way. Yeah, and I think that one cool thing about what God has done uh, with the church, with with the body of Christ, is that uh, you know He's given pastors and teachers, and He's 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 placed different parts of the body uh, to to do these types of things. There are some people. I mean, my dad uh, knows. My dad is a pastor, but he knows. Um, a pretty well-known uh, theologian um, went to went to uh, uh, pre-seminary school with him, and uh, this 
this guy that uh, uh, I can't think of his. I'm not sure of the guy's name, but this man. He has studied the Old Testament inside and out, and it's just fascinating to hear what what he has to say when he talks about the Old Testament, things that you would never, ever think about. But there are certain people who maybe are more gifted in that, Uh, so that's kind of taken some of the pressure off of me, because I love sharing the gospel, I want to get into the Old Testament to find the gospel there, and I'm sure that through bible reading and through prayer and through asking god to reveal things to me uh you know i'm sure that i'll get some sort of a a deeper revelation uh but for now i'm I'm, i am quite happy that god has just revealed as much of his grace to me as he has as little of it as little as it is it seems like a lot to me but it's probably just the tip of the iceberg (laughs) well that's for sure And, and when you when you begin to realize that it's just the tip of the iceberg then you know you're probably growing in grace. It's when you start to think you're you're really getting a handle on it. That's when you got to watch out. Um, you know, I, I stop and and think about years ago, Joel. We used to do some street preaching. Well, now let me let me change the phrase on that. It really wasn't <laughs> preaching. Um, some friends and I uh, would go out. Usually, just we'd go in twos, and we'd go out to where all the young people would be hanging out. They'd be out cruising the strip or whatever, and then they'd just be hanging out in parking lots. And there was usually a lot of people just sitting on top of their cars, and so they were just kind of waiting. They weren't doing anything, just sitting around watching people drive by. And so we would just kind of casually walk up to them. We didn't get on a soapbox, or I don't even know if we carried a Bible in our hand. We just kind of would go up and say, hey, do you mind if we talk to you? We, we want to share something with you. And we just basically start sharing the gospel with them. Uh, street witnessing and uh, I can remember somebody from the church I was going to at that time and this was years ago but they and we led quite a few people to the Lord now we didn't get all of those people into church of course we we gave them the invitation and we tried but I can remember somebody from my church one time told me you know if you're going to go out there and lead people to Jesus and not bring them into church where they can grow and become mature believers and just leave them out there as babies starved to death in that cruel and wicked world. If you're going to do that, then you're better off not even going out and sharing the gospel with them. Wow. You know, and that kind of discouraged me as a young man, but I, I knew deep down inside there was something not quite right with that theology. <laughs> um, and so it didn't really slow me down. But I just thought, you know, that, that's a, an interesting concept because we do get so caught up in establishing our own righteousness, which is really what they were talking about. Well, if you you know if you think about it back, and you know I don't know uh, where we're going exactly with this thought, but I've, something I've thought about a lot of is that in in the past, in say in the new in the early church, they didn't have. I mean, a lot of the early believers were were Gentiles. Uh, they didn't have the the law and the prophets to go by. They didn't have Paul's writings. I mean, they didn't have a New Testament. They didn't have a Bible. They some somebody just like you, Mike, came to them while they were sitting on their car or whatever on their horse uh, or with their donkey or whatever, and said, "Hey, let me tell you about this Jesus." And uh, the person they were talking to either believed. Or they didn't believe, or maybe they it gave them something to think about. Maybe they went home and lived a few more years, and maybe someday it made sense to them. Uh, but that's that's just pretty cool. That's that's one thing about the Holy Spirit. Now I love the fact that there are churches um, today that are dedicated to going out, 
teaching the gospel, you know, sharing Jesus with people, and having a place where these people can come and grow and learn. Uh, but that's not necessarily always God's plan. It's not always the way it works. Uh, I, I know that a lot of our listeners are people who are part of you know small groups, not even parts of huge churches or even small churches. Maybe they just have a home meeting every once in a while, just gathering together to praise God and to worship. And there's just so many different ways that we can grow in our faith. Well, as Paul said, there are some who plant, there are some who water. God will always give the increase. His word does not return void. So just look for opportunities to share God's love with people and don't feel like it's your responsibility to to bring them completely into the fold and, and, and to have them um, just uh, grow in, 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 a, in such a way that they're going to just be the perfect Christian. You may not be able to do that. You may not be there to help them become what everything that they could be in Christ. And so... Just trust God. Share the love of God. Uh, share uh, the good news of the Word that you know to be true, uh, the, the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ, and, and just trust God to be able to, to to give the increase for that. Indeed. Place other people, your loved ones or just people you've, you've met and you've led to the Lord or you want to lead to the Lord, place them in the hands of God. Just know that He'll, he'll do what He wants to do. Maybe you'll sense something in yourself. Uh, maybe you'll sense something in your own spirit uh, that would go deeper or further into that person's life but really all, all in all just leave uh, other people in, in, in God's capable hands I'm Joel Brzezinski along with Mike Kapler and we'll be back with you again next time for more talk about Growing in Grace You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ